0: The built-in mechanism in animals is limited to finding food and shelter, avoiding or overcoming enemies and hazards, and procreation to ensure the survival of the species. In man, the goal to live means more than mere survival. For an animal to live simply means that certain physical needs must be met. Man has certain emotional and spiritual needs which animals do not have. Consequently, for man to live encompasses more than physical survival and procreation of the species. It requires certain emotional and spiritual satisfactions as well. A squirrel does not have to be taught how to gather nuts, or does it need to learn that it should store them for winter. A squirrel born in the spring has never experienced winter, yet in the fall of the year it can be observed busily storing nuts to be eaten during the winter months when there will be no food to be gathered. A bird does not need to take lessons in nest building, nor does it need to take lessons in navigation. Yet birds do navigate thousands of miles, sometimes over open sea. They have no newspapers or TV to give them weather reports, no books written by explorer or pioneer birds to map out for them the warm areas of the earth. Nonetheless, the bird knows when cold weather is imminent, and the exact location of a warm climate, even though it may be thousands of miles away. In attempting to explain such things, we usually say that animals have certain instincts which guide them. Analyze all such instincts, and you will find they assist the animal to cope successfully with its environment. In short, animals have a success instinct. We often overlook the fact that man, too, has a success instinct, much more marvelous and much more complex than that of any animal. Our Creator did not shortchange man. Man has something animals haven't, creative imagination. Thus man, of all creatures, is more than a creature. He is also a creator. With his imagination, he can formulate a variety of goals. Man alone can direct his success mechanism by the use of creative imagination, or his imaging ability. We often think of creative imagination as applying only to poets, inventors, and the like. But imagination is creative in everything we do. Although they do not understand why, or how imagination sets our creative mechanism into action, serious thinkers of all ages, as well as hard-headed practical men, have recognized the fact and made use of it. Imagination rules the world, said Napoleon. Imagination of all man's faculties is the most godlike, said Glenn Clark. And in the opinion of Dugold Stewart, the famous Scottish philosopher, the faculty of imagination is the great spring of human activity, and the principal source of human improvement. Destroy this faculty, and the condition of man will become as stationary as that of the brutes. You can imagine your future, says Henry J. Kaiser, who attributes much of his success in business to the constructive, positive use of creative imagination. You are not a machine. But new discoveries in the science of cybernetics all point to the conclusion that your physical brain and nervous system make up a servo mechanism which you use, and which operates very much like an electronic computer and a mechanical goal-seeking device. Your brain and nervous system constitute a goal-striving mechanism which operates automatically to achieve a certain goal, very much as a self-aiming torpedo or missile seeks out its target and steers its way to it. Your built-in servo mechanism functions both as a guidance system to automatically steer you in the right direction to achieve certain goals or make correct responses to environment, and also as an electronic brain which can function automatically to solve problems, give you needed answers, and provide new ideas or inspirations.